it's this new level of awareness that gets birth, knowing that you are not your thoughts. And we often suffer because we believe that we are the body. We believe that we are what the mind tells us we are. But the mind is just a tool that we can make work for us. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Litification Podcast. I'm your host, Mary, spiritual coach and light leader, helping you awaken to your truth and advance on your spiritual journey. So today's episode were downloads I got a couple days ago that came in hard and clear. And it's all about the dark night of the soul, also known as the ego death. There's a lot of purging going on in the world right now, as we can see. Um, if you watch the news, which I encourage you not to do, but it's kind of hard with the social media, you just see everything. But there's a lot of purging right now. We're doing it as a collective, but also individually. And I can let you know right now that I've had a couple dark nights of the souls, and it's all part of the divine plan. It's all part of the growth and the process. We really have to kill uh, the identities that we've put on ourselves in order to realize who we truly are. So if you're someone who is feeling lost right now or not knowing what your next move should be or what you want to do in life, you know, like questioning your existence, some days you feel okay, but most days you feel lazy, unfulfilled, anxious, or even depressed, this is the universe or your higher self telling you that it's time to level up your life. And I don't mean go from zero to 100 and completely bypass the lessons you need to learn through healing and self-realization. But if during this dark period, the feeling of loneliness as if everything seems meaningless, hollow or empty are the major themes that are occurring in your life, you're not alone. And as more and more people wake up to their true nature as spiritual beings living a temporary human experience, all of the shit is going to resurface so you can shine a light on your shadows to then transcend them and remember who you really are. So the dark night of the soul, I'm going to call it DNS just because it's such a long name, feels like depression. It shares the same symptoms as clinical depression, but the difference is clinical depression has no spiritual evolution or component. Right, Because a regular depression you can recover from and maybe develop a healthier mind, but you're still identified with the mind or your thoughts. And I say this all the time, the belief that you are still the body. So it's really important to distinguish this in yourself because you will know based on how you feel and the deeper questions that you ask, whether which one you went through or are going through. I've had several dark nights of the souls, but as I continue to work on myself and expand my level of awareness through shadow work and my spiritual practices, I realized that it was actually something I needed to go through to get to where I am today. In simpler words, the dark night of the soul is ego death. Ego is not the same as mind, although they are interrelated, but ego is the identification with your thoughts, whereas mind is just a mental projection, often on autopilot, based on the knowledge we've acquired over time. There are two ways this usually happens. One, you may hit rock bottom through some kind of loss, whether that is a person, job, money, identity, etc. Or two, through seeking truth. 
I've had in the past major awakenings through breakups, losing friends. But the most prominent time I really started to question who I am was through spiritual seeking. So questioning what else is out there, what my purpose is, knowing that I'm meant for more, and why the world is the way that it is with all the corruption and fear and hate and separation. Eckhart Tolle explains that the concept of the dark night of the soul is a collapse of a perceived meaning in life. But what dies isn't your soul, but your identifications with the world or with your body, so your ego. And when we act from ego, we find our identity through our career, relationships, wealth, roles, anything outside of us. But we then start to realize that none of this can actually make us happy because we lose our divine and purpose in achieving them. So the ego can only survive on external validation. So when all of that gets taken away from you, you start to question who you really are. For example, like this pandemic, a lot of us lost jobs. And so we didn't know what to do with ourselves. And so it really forced us to look within. And that's when another spiritual awakening occurs, when you realize you're not any of these identities, that you're not this body, but rather the consciousness flowing through the body to experience the world. Because if you are your mind, your body, how are you able to stay conscious when you're sleeping or dreaming? You know, like lucid dreaming, astral projection. If you are your thoughts, how come even when you stop thinking, you still exist? I want to remind you that if you are experiencing this phase in your spiritual journey, that it's normal and beyond this will be one of, if not the biggest breakthrough in your personal development journey. Because someone who goes through the dark night of the soul will no longer identify with the ego anymore, nor the egos of others that you may come across. It's this new level of awareness that gets birth, knowing that you are not your thoughts. And we often suffer because we believe that we are the body. We believe that we are what the mind tells us we are. But the mind is just a tool that we can make work for us. And a few ways to overcome what may seem challenging, but this very sublime stage is to, one, embrace it instead of resisting it. Because as we all know, what you resist persists. So this process is initiated by the soul because it's letting you know, like, hey man, you're covering me up. You're covering your soul up. So you as a soul desires growth, love, and expansion, right? Which you will never get from outside of you. Because everything outside of you has an ending, and so it never really lasts, even though you get a little teaser of what that may be like, but it's nothing compared to true liberation and bliss. So what you need to do from your end is to surrender. Surrender your past and future identities. Let the emotions come up with loving awareness and ask for guidance if you need. Emotions are your body's reactions to your thoughts. And so once you start to disidentify with who you think you are, you then also accept what surfaces, which then transcends your feelings into a state of peace. Two is by practicing solitude. When you're going through DNS, the last thing you want is to interact with people. This is a time to sit with yourself, your emotions, and refrain from any kind of external noise. It's clear that you probably haven't been letting your soul guide you and rather followed your social conditioning to make a lot of the decisions in your life. So now you have to turn inwards. 
So to you, that may look like your spiritual practice, journaling, meditating, contemplating, doing the inner work, maybe hiring a coach, going to therapy. And if this is all too hard to do alone, read some spiritual books or talk to someone who's gone through it to help guide you to find your own answers. Often we think we can do everything on our own and the reality is we can only do so much. We're still very limited because we only have our own point of view. When there's so many different perspectives to look at our life, yet we're fixed, especially if, you know, our dominant thought patterns are mostly negative. We have this fixed mindset of victimhood. And I just want to emphasize that if you go down that route, you know, like if you do hire someone or talk to someone that can help you, you're not looking for answers through these tools, but letting your intuition guide you to what resonates. I read and still am reading a lot of spiritual books and I have coaches now too, which I wish I had earlier, but making sure you tap into your intuition is key because you know yourself best. Third is being patient and kind to yourself and trusting the process. What good ever came out to you trying to control things? And I'm one to talk. I love to control things. <laughs> and it didn't get me anywhere uh, for some practical things like keeping my room clean or the house clean or whatever. It's okay. But anything else in your life. It's hard to feel satisfied when you're always wanting to gain control. And nothing comes out of <laughs> trying to control things. There's no spontaneity, right? Because when you do that, you're living from a place of anxiety. That's why the first step, which is surrendering, continues to be the theme of your whole spiritual journey. We always have to be surrendering and not forcing things, letting life unfold for us. Because your ego wants to get it over and done with. Like, live your life as if it was a means to an end because you just want to get to the destination. And if you follow that, you're not trusting your soul. And it knows all the answers. It knows what's best for you. And it knows exactly when the process will be completed. You just gotta write it out with courage and perseverance because DNS is not a linear process. You know, before the big transformation, it's gonna look completely dark. But when you're driving through a dark tunnel, you're not really worried because deep down, you know, at the end of it, there is light. Another great analogy I read on the internet, uh, because my analogies only make sense to me at times, but it's the boiling water analogy, right? So when you reach the boiling point, you transform from water to steam at that instant. But all the while, when you're heating it up, as it increases in temperature, you're still water. It's that last increase in degree that makes all the difference. So trust the process and don't interfere with it because God is working through you. And through this, your soul will bring you the insights and clarity you need, which it always does. It's just before you were so blinded by your ego that you couldn't pick up on the subtle messages. But as you progress, the more synchronicities you will experience. I still have moments when I question my life of course, because the ego has not died completely, but it's getting a lot better. And this is years in the making, okay? And that's what enlightenment really is, ego death, right? If you're approaching life with this childlike innocence and experiencing it as it is without labeling or judging anything, you know, being completely disidentified with the ego and being the still quiet observer to your reality is 
enlightenment. And we're all capable of that. And you're not going to be perfect overnight. But if you're already on this path of spiritual development, which I know you are because you're listening to me right now, then you will remember your power and realize how much closer you think you are to spirit. That's why my brand is solidification. It's that phase change of matter, our bodies, and uniting back to our soul, to who we really are. Solidifying the eternal peace and consciousness that you are. So if you like this episode, please share and tag me on Instagram at It's Mary Q and at Solidification Podcast. Don't forget, doors are open to the weekly Zoom calls with our holistic team. We go over health, spirituality, and personal development, as well as financial wealth and entrepreneurship. These are one-hour intensives providing you the education and practical tools to apply in your life. We host it every Wednesday night at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And I've got more information on this on my Instagram, so you can DM me for more details. Make use of this time. Don't just say 2021 will be your year and not act on it. There's so many opportunities being presented here, so take advantage of it. I love to teach. I love to share what I've learned. And I don't even know how much money I've invested in my personal development journey, but I'm essentially teaching what I've learned. So don't make any excuses. If you want 2021 to be your year, you really have to commit to your growth. And so we keep you accountable. We share what we learn and we share what we know. And then you can take that and really integrate and apply it in your life to see lasting changes. Um, Most of the time we are just lazy, but there's no excuse. We're in quarantine right now and it's an hour a week. So it's a no brainer. I highly acknowledge and encourage you guys to join us. And I know for sure you'll learn a lot because the speakers that are participating are absolutely amazing and I've learned so much from them. Anyway, if you are going through the dark night of the soul, Remember that you are not alone and that you are on the brink of an incredible transformation that will open you up to true reality. You are so loved and you are so divinely guided. You're on the right path and you are so strong. Everything is unfolding in perfect divine timing. There is no rush. Just keep trusting your soul. I am sending you so much love and healing energy. Namaste. Namaste.